So this is uh, the last podcast for the next couple weeks here because Paul's going on vacation. He's heading to Mexico to drop off his kids. <laughs> <laughs> Topical. That's great stuff. Yeah. So what are you doing? Nothing. What are you telling me? What am I doing? I'm not doing anything. I'm not allowed to I do anything. I don't believe it. You're acting kind of sus. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I am going to the mainland actually for a few days. What the fudge? I know. What the I hell know. are you doing believe there? Believe me. I know. I know. Why? Well, it's for essential reason. Dropping off your kids? I'm dropping my... <laughs> my daughters came to me and they said, Papa, can we go to Mexico? It's cold in here. Papa, can we go to Mexico and be warm? Um, no, I'm going, but I am concerned because... As of recording this, Vancouver is like in bad shape with COVID. There's a lot of COVID there. It's popping off. But everywhere's bad shape compared to Cutie Pie Vancouver Islands, which never has COVID. It's yeah. not my fault. Yeah, so you have to do that, go for essential reasons. I gotta go for an essential reason, but I am gonna try and be the most safe possible. But okay, can I say this? What, what bothers me right now is I see these posts all the time on social media, and it's like me and. 12 friends got together inside to breathe on each other, brackets, safely. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that? You yeah. can't just put the word safely and then, no, you're In not- a safe manner. In a, like, in a me safe. and my mom and my grandmother, we all got together at my grandmother's house. I'm like, okay, that's not safe. That's I'm not sorry. Safe. Yeah. Like, I know you want to see them, but that's not safe. You can't just put the words that. Uh, closed all the windows and are having a spitting contest safely. Bracket safely. Safely, though. It's safe because we, we said it is. So. I mean, yeah. Here's the thing, right? We're going over essential reason. Okay, we're going to lock each other in the car, go to the place, do the thing, go home to my dad's house. No one's there. Lock ourselves in. Okay, that's it, right? That's it. Great. Except for now, I'm getting the like. Oh, well, maybe we should reach out to our friends and see if we should go for a walk. Maybe we should go for a walk on the seawall. And, oh, it just would be nice to have a dinner while we're there. Of course it would be nice. Of course it would be nice. We're in a fucking pandemic that sucks. Yeah. Everything sucks. Everything that we do as to be the shittiest, worst, most locked down version of it still. Yeah. I know the idea of going to Vancouver right now sounds like such a fun vacation when before it was like... Oh, I have to go to Vancouver again to see all my friends or whatever. Right. And it was like, oh, I have to do this weekly. Like, I would go all the time just to go, you know, catch up with friends and family. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, my God, imagine if we could go to Vancouver right now and, like, have some beers and hang oh, out God. and, like, yeah, go do all those fun things. Yeah, of course I can't imagine that. I'd die for sitting on a patio drinking a beer Oof. or for, like, a fancy cocktail. Oh, my God. And catching up with my friends and holding my friend's baby who had the baby and I can't – I've never held it uh. still. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, of course, duh, all those th- things. I want to see these people. Yeah. My friends have a puppy. Oh, boy. Which I like I more than babies. <laughs> I haven't met my sister's puppy yet. He's, like, a year now. That sucks. I'm. I want to meet the puppy. It's not a puppy now. It's not. It's a dog. It's a dog. I. I never met it, and she's oh. getting married at some point. Uh, Is the dog gonna be the ring bearer at the probably. wedding? Probably. Yeah. I don't know. That's cute. Yeah. I was like that. Um. You can get the dog a little bow tie. Yeah, I would. But yeah, my my trip when things open up and we're able to travel within you know BC and stuff, mm-hmm. and actually see people outside of our bubble which is one person right now, you know, mm-hmm. is to go and do a huge mainland trip, see every person yeah. over, over there. 
I always be like, buy all the Victoria people that I haven't seen in months. <laughs> I'm going to Vancouver. It'll be a change of scenery. It'll be nice. I uh, really am hoping that I want to go to, you know, see my family on the other side of the country by Christmas. That's like, hopefully, hopefully. But even then, like I wanted to go this summer, but I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think I'm going to be vaccinated by then. I don't think they are. Who knows? Who even knows, right? Yeah. Slovaks roll out. Oh, God. But. Yeah, of course we want to do these things, but for right now, still can't. So, yeah, you're off for two weeks because we still have vacation time that we have to use up mm-hmm. at work. Mm-hmm. Other, it doesn't roll over, so it's like, okay, we get to sit at home more. So have fun doing that. Yeah, great. Thank you. Um, And I hope you do have some fun, you know, having to go over there for essential reasons. I mean, like, I hope there is a little piece of fun to be on a ferry boat again. And Absolutely. Stuff. Yeah, I hope that too, obviously. Um, okay, here's what I'll do while I'm off. I'll dream up ways we can celebrate the one-year anniversary of COVID and living in a pandemic. Oh. We're coming up on that horrifying. that? Yeah. We're <laughs> <laughs> coming up on that. Light a candle. I think that's it. That's all you do? Yeah, um, thoughts and prayers mainly. Okay, well, here's something. I'll, I'll insert this in here, but here's one thing that I never know if we can make this joke. And if we can re-air this joke, but we had a really great joke about, do you remember the dead mermaids joke? No. It was texted into us. Some like parent was shouting out to a kid in their son's class. Mm-hmm. And and then they were like, shout out to this kid because he told my son that you get COVID from touching dead mermaids. Oh, right. That was like the beginning of everything. It was like a year ago. Yeah. And so we didn't, we didn't know how to get COVID. Touching dead mermaids was... I was on the list. Could have been. Could have been. Um, and so so we pulled it, though. After, like, shit went sideways, we pulled that and we're like, oh, we can't. That's insensitive. We can't joke about People this. People are dying. But yeah. can you joke about it now? I don't think so. People are dying. <laughs> okay. One sec. I got a phone call. Hello? No, I'm sorry. Legal Department of Service Canada. Oh, by the way, yeah. Service Canada. Taxes are going to be wild this year. That's what we're hearing. Yeah, because everyone's got their CERB and uh, all the other things that the government was giving. Mm-hmm. So we kind of have to like think about we might owe some money. Owe some extra money than we're, what we're used to. Do you never usually owe money? No. I always owe money. Every year, $1,000. Oh. I know it. Because... I one time... Uh, got money back, but then they re-evaluated it. Hmm. And so I had to pay $900. And I was like, oh. that is sad to me. That sucks. I guess I didn't do something right. I don't yeah. know if that was an audit or what, but. Oh, God, yeah. So, but usually my I owe that much money because I my extra job, right? Yeah. I work another job and I don't pay taxes, you know, off my check. So I got to pay it all at the end of the year. So I didn't work that job hardly at all this year, so I'm thinking maybe only instead of a thousand dollars, maybe three hundred dollars. But, but now you're saying that like we're all just gonna owe tons and tons of money because of CERB. Well, if you got yeah benefits from the um from the government mm-hmm. that was not taxed or whatever, yet whatever, however it goes, then you would have to pay more. Oh boy! Right? Because yeah. you're getting all this money for free. Where you're gonna have to pay for the taxes on that. It's yeah. It's just gonna be extra so, tricky. I think. Like, yeah, it's gonna be a little bit more confusing. I think I might actually get like a tax person to look at my shit this year. Do you not do usually? That. Do you just do it yourself? Yeah. Just get a spreadsheet open or whatever. A quick. It's or? easy. It's so easy to do it yourself. And I don't yeah. have like a bunch of extra jobs this year. I do. So this year's gonna be tricky. Right. Um. But yeah, no. I usually just use like Simple Tax or whatever it is or H and R Block online. 
It's all connected. It's all easy. You just have to fill in the blanks. Right. And then you just send it. And then they take a little cut or whatever. They or they do? don't. Or you can donate. Yeah. You can donate? H&R, it takes a little bit of it. And then um, if you want to just do like simple tap, tax or turbo tax, I think it's free. You can donate though. You can be like, oh, I'll give you 12 bucks oh, wow. to keep this service going. Where does the money go? Oh, just to, like, just to, to keep service. it going. Yeah. It goes to them. Fascinating. I had no idea. Really? No. Oh, yeah. No, my dad is an accountant. He does it for fun. It's like fun fun for him to do taxes, I guess. That's great. He probably likes to know where you're at also. Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> it's like a power thing, you know? <laughs> you think so? He likes, yeah. I know. I know. I always offer it to my partners. Uh, do you want to do a taxes together and my dad will just do it? And they're almost like, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah. I mean, usually me and my sister kind of sit on the couch and we just sit in silence and do them. And, and then we-, we have a beer and we're like, yay, we did it. And did you compare how much money you made to? No. Really? And you're just quiet about that? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Everyone, no one wants to tell you anybody about how much money uh, they Oh, my make. family's so quiet about money. But when we're doing well, we're like very generous about it. So just that's how you know? Because you yeah, get like, you're like extra- I'm doing really well and I'll, I'll buy this. And you're like, okay, great. <laughs> that sounds great to me. Dinner's on Jenny. Yeah. Or otherwise you get a Nintendo for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I. It's such a weird thing too because I absolutely think that people should be more open about how much money they make because the reason why we're all told don't tell anyone how much money you make is because if people found out, they'd be upset about yeah. how little money everybody makes <laughs> yeah. and how employers should pay people more money, right? Like that's – I firmly believe that. Mm-hmm. There should be more transparency in that because when you see where all the money goes – it's not to people. Yeah. It's to a few people. I know. I we're wish, hoarding it. I wish some industries would be a little bit more transparent about that. <clears throat> and like, because you <laughs> see like government, right? You can go mm-hmm. online and see what everyone makes because you're paying for their salaries, right? right? So I, I understand that. There's actually like, pe- like people should know where their money is going and how much people are getting paid to do government work. But at the same time, there's industries where it's just like so vastly different, but people are doing the same job. You know, yeah. For whatever reason, there's a huge discrepancy. But so, so I believe that. But then at the same time, I don't want to tell you how much money. I know, me (laughs) neither. I'm like, I I work hard for this, but it's a lot. But like, you know, (laughs) I know. I feel like not your business. The the people are very vague though, because you can be like, uh, once you're making six figures, you can say that. Um, no, no, I'm making six figures. Wow. I'm doing yeah. that. I'm, I'm making six figures. I love six figures. But that's a huge window of money. Yes, it certainly is. Between 100000 and a million dollars a year? Yeah. 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 That's a big discrepancy there. But that's it. That's that's anyone wants to, that's all anyone wants to narrow it down between that window. Yeah. No one will figures? say I'm making five figures, would they? No one generally says they're making five figures. No. Because that could mean whatever. So, but if if they won't tell you they're making six figures, you can just guess that they're making five figures. Yeah. Unless they're a millionaire. And then you can be like, oh, well, yeah, I'm a millionaire. If I was a millionaire, by the way. Yeah. I'd be telling you. Oh, then I would yeah. absolutely be telling you. I'd be like, everyone, I'm literally a millionaire. I have a million dollars. And then you'd have all these like tips on how you did it. That's what people do is they write books once they become a millionaire. You're like, I'm, I'm a millionaire. How to do it? How to become a millionaire? The thing these days, oh my God, they're always on in my house. These YouTube videos of people about how to become a millionaire. You're watching them too, right? Yeah. How to get rich when you only make so much money and everything. And I and I couldn't believe it too. I'm like, yeah, right. I'm taking advice from this guy, but he probably crushes money. And then he's like, 
So I make $45,000 a year selling painted rocks. I'm like, what? And he's like, and so I drive a very nice car and I have a house and I plan on retiring by the time I'm 55. I'm like, what? Yeah. He's like, what? Just smart saving and investment. It's like, totally. Okay. I know that's a, I've been listening to audiobooks because I've been trying to get a handle of my finances because I'm in my 20s. You know, that's been my, that's been my excuse. I was like, I'm in a job that I like and I feel like, I've accomplished enough, and mm-hmm. then I just am like, I'll deal with money later. But then right. later comes real fast, oh, yeah. and I'm like, okay, I'm almost 30, and ah, it's crazy to think about how I have nothing. <laughs> so let's get on to it, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I've been listening to um, one book. It was like Automatic Millionaire. It's classic, like, <laughs> white man is like... You won't believe it. Have you ever <laughs> imagined yourself retiring at the age of 55? Mm-hmm. Like that sort of stuff. Yeah. But there were there were some pretty helpful stories in there of like a, a couple who together makes $50,000 together combined. Okay, wow. And they... That's not a lot of money. Not what a lot. Work like super part-time? Household income, 50 grand. This was a book from like 2008 though, okay? So Still. whatever. And okay. it's in the States. So right. it's just like, it's different, but, um, you know, very modest living, you would think, yeah. but they, once they got married, when they were super young at like 20 something, they just decided to put 10% of their income away, every paycheck, 10% away Smart. into RSPs or whatever, and yeah. then had their money grow. They had a few investments as well. And then it just grew and grew. And they just kept on doing that. And when they could, they would just increase that percentage. So 15%. But they were used to living a pretty modest life without, you know, going out for beers, going to get food, going to get coffees, just like living modestly. Um, Then they were able to buy a house, another house to have that rental income. And it just kept growing. And now they're like ready to retire at 55 and they have like 2 million together. Wow. Well, I mean, good for you. Right? You're like, oh, how does that happen? You just like got to. Do it. You just have to sacrifice a lot. Once your money is in the savings, you don't think about it. You're like, okay, I have this much now to work with. Okay, let's work with that. I can I can make that work. You have to like force yourself into it. Totally. I, you know, I obviously look at saving is so important. Saving is the best. But that I feel like is why didn't you try and make more money? Yeah. And that's the like thing that's, yeah, there's, a, there's two modes, right? There's really like save a buck mode and earn a buck mode. Mm -hmm. And it's tough, but if you can be in both at the same time, that's great. Like trying to increase how much money you're making at the same time as, yeah, like you say, living somewhat modestly. But I always think about, I knew this couple, this was years ago now, and they, they had a goal of quitting their jobs and going on a motorcycle tour around the world. Cool. Amazing, right? What a dream. They wanted to knock that out while they were still in their 20s. And so- the you know and they weren't making a ton of money but they had okay jobs but obviously when you want to quit your jobs for any anyway, I think they wanted to go for like a few years and just drive money just drive their motorcycle constantly seeing places traveling exploring the world having you know they were just living off savings but they obviously wanted to also do things you know while they were there and traveling and so it took a lot of modest living and i remember one thing it was that they never bought salad dressing huh Right? That was one example of the ways that they were going to live modestly. It was like they had a very tight grocery budget, and the way that they found one of the ways to really stretch that was to skip on salad dressing. And so I always think about that. Like, I'm not saving up for a motorcycle trip, but just, you know, generally Mm. 
you know, savings for future, for retirement, whatever. And I, I find it's a weird thing. Is just like, is it worth living, eating dry salad? Is that the kind of modest living you want? Or no, they just should made I it. hustle a little bit harder so that I can afford salad dressing? No, they just made the salad dressing, Paul, with olive oil and vinegar and salt and pepper and Do maybe some that? honey. Oh, Do 100%. They-, they already have those ingredients for other things. They're making their salad dressing. They're still enjoying the salad. They just had to change their routine a little bit. <laughs> That's it. But I hate, okay, I do have to say that one thing that I've, I come in into contact with and you hear so much about yeah. is like the latte factor and it makes me want to throw up. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, if you don't spend money on lattes, then you would have all the money you want. And you think about that and you're like, no, that's $3 a day or whatever. Mm-hmm, who, mm-hmm. who gives a shit? But, you know. But is it true? It is. is. There, yeah, right? It There is an aspect of it where if you actually do the math, you're spending, what, like 50 bucks a week from your paycheck. Do the math for the year and it's like, oh, that actually could have been thousands of dollars in my bank account. And... Yeah, it's not like a get rich quick thing. You're not going to be rich. You're not going to be a millionaire, Mm -hmm. but it is thousands of dollars in your savings that would make a difference at the end of the year. The problem with the latte, what did you call it? Latte factor. Yeah, the problem with the latte factor, look at that's true. Um, eh, There are more economical ways of doing things. Um, And, you know, it's like I've got it hopefully locked down now is like, Treat yourself to yes. a nice latte oh once God, in a yeah. while. Absolutely. But if you do it every single day, then yeah, it becomes an expense that you have to really seriously look at. The problem with the way that it is, and this was in the last few years, you get these people who are really rich chi- chiding Ugh. and chastising, you know, people our age who are dealing with a totally different economic reality yes. than they were um, when coffee was a dime or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and it's like, uh, 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 if you just if you didn't, if you skipped a latte once in a while, you'd be a millionaire by now. No, no, you wouldn't. No, because what this really is is it's like it's a way to shush our generation about the horrible wealth inequality that exists in our world. It's exactly that, right? Yeah, and we are so just like drowned in debt because we, yeah, went to school. School is so much more expensive than it was, you know, than yeah. boomers who went to school. You know, like yeah, yeah it's way different. Um, we're living in in debt and. The idea of like one coffee, you're like, I'm in so much debt, it doesn't matter at this point. Yeah. It's not like, oh, if I save up all this money, it's really going to make a difference in my debt. I understand that. It's, yeah. it's not going to make any difference. So, um, but yeah. So that's what, that's what I mean. Like it, it's all a bunch of balance, right? Yeah. You've got to be able to live your life. You've got to both make a buck as well as save a buck as well as make your own salad dressing. I really thought they were just eating dry lettuce. Oh, my God. No, they're making salad dressing. They're just putting some oil and shit on it. You're probably right. I mean, and that's pretty good salad dressing. Too, yeah, honestly. just like simple is better, I think. I'm addicted to salad, to salad right? dressing, but I think yeah. you're right. But, you know, point stands though, right? Find the ways to save the money and then mm-hmm. and then also, yeah, like, uh, get out there and hustle. Hustle. Because, yeah, I started, I started trying to change my mindset around money this last mm-hmm. few months because I'm just, I've got, you know, some extra time on the weekend <laughs> think about finances yeah. and um <laughs> thinking about what you're doing in an hour's pay so like if i'm going out to get a beer i'm like is this worth an hour of me doing work right is this worth you know all this time and and energy i put into work for this two beers or whatever right right is that worth it no or do i can i do this once in a while yeah okay that's 
that's kind of what I'm trying to think about. That's smart, you know, and, and sometimes the answer will be yes, I think, too. Yeah. And that's fine. That's great. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah. Like, yes, there is something really wonderful making those memories and having a beer with your friends or smoking a cigar or whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? Like, that, that stuff's important day to day. Um, I mean, otherwise, what are we working for? Mm-hmm. Right? To be buried with our gold. Well, that's the a- thing. We're just paying the government all of our money, and we're not paying ourselves. Yeah. We're doing all the work. Pay yourself first, you know? Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, good job. You should have hey. a little squirrel. You're like a little squirrel. What do you mean? Well, squirrels, they hide nuts. Oh, I thought you meant like I just get distracted and run around a lot because that's also true. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're, they're smart little savers, those squirrels. Oh, I'm trying to be a squirrel really hard, but I'm not good at it. What yet. was the squirrel thing that I did that I was all excited about you this week? It. Remember that? I felt like a good little squirrel. I'd, oh, right. I put three coats of waterproofing on my Blundstones, but I think we get to that story later in this podcast. I don't know if we do. Oh, okay. I put three layers of waterproofing on my Blundstones, and then I walked through the snow last weekend with no problem, and they look great. And oh, I wasn't nice. worried, and my friends were like, three? You're putting three layers of waterproofing on your Blundstones? Two is lots. Well, guess what? Your yeah, blundstones look dry. like trash, and my blundstones look brand new. And you have dry feet, so that's cool. That's what squirrels do. That's what squirrels do. Boy, did I feel like a squirrel. All right. Well, thanks for listening to this podcast. We'll chat again in a few weeks. Enjoy. Well, it's been a long time coming, but Tim Hortons is making their Roll Up the Rim contest completely digital. Oh, my gosh. Soon we'll have to be telling our children why it's even called that. Just like how we still say hanging up the telephone. So you see, kids, obviously nowadays we just press a button on our iPhone 45 and the coffee is beamed directly into our mouths. But coffee used to come in a thing called a cup that had a rim. Isn't that wacky? Okay, run along and play. Hun, do you want to me to get you a double-double? Oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> it's Oh, dude, mine showed up right in my hands. <laughs> How about that snow day? Yes. Yeah, so snow, snow days. Hey? Snow days? Yeah. Oh, it was quite perfect, actually. Uh, but uh, two things for me is, number one, I'm very happy with myself. I feel like the squirrel that saved up the nuts, you know, mm-hmm. because I put three layers of water protection on my new Blundstones when I got them. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. My friends are making fun of me. Two's enough. <laughs> Why are you doing the third one? Anyway, I walked around the snow all weekend long. Yeah. They're, they look brand new. Yeah, I didn't do that. I was walking around all weekend with wet feet, but man, was it ever fun. I get so reckless when I'm in the snow, like oh, yeah? just walking around. I just want to wrestle everything and like throw snow and throw myself onto the ground. So I did a lot of that on Saturday, which Good was you. great. That's great. And then Sunday I was like, oh, I'm sore. I'm old. <laughs> I forgot. Okay. I'm going to stay inside today. <laughs> Um, okay, well, to be fair, I'm also in trouble, though, because apparently I used all the good pickling salt to salt the uh, sidewalk and the stairs in front of our house. What are you doing using any sort of kitchen salt? It worked. Of course it works. It's the same thing. But, I mean, yeah, that you're going to have to use a lot of that in order for it to really do its job. Yeah, I used the whole box, and now apparently there was, like... Someone was making pickled beets today, and now they're not making them because oh I used up God. all the salt. I feel bad. Anyways, one nice thing that I saw, though, was people enjoying it. I mean, obviously, people out for walks, people mm-hmm. in their yards making snow forts and snowmen and everything. I saw these, these uh, one set of girls who were, like, blasting music in their front yard mm-hmm. with no pants on. 
enjoying the snow. And that's kind of what's going on because today is, of course, Fat Tuesday or Mardi Gras. And, of course, all of New Orleans and everywhere, they would traditionally have big parties and beads and parades and everything. For Mardi Gras, that's shut down this year. But Mm. instead, they're doing pretty much exactly that. They're doing Yardi Gras. Yardy Gras, that's right. Yeah, so instead of big parades, everyone is dressing up the front of their houses because everyone's in lockdown. Yeah. But the decorations are incredible, and I think they should just implement that every year. All you need is a lawn chair. Stick your drinks in the snow to keep them cold. <laughs> yeah. You got yourself a Yardy Gras going. Yardy Gras! I am really intrigued by this company called Loop because this kind of sounds like the future of how we consume food products from the grocery store. Okay. Um, they're doing this test right now in Ontario where they're using Loop, which just provides reusable containers for well-known products. So it's kind of similar to the old like milkman system that people used to do where yeah. you would get your milk, you'd drink it, and then leave the container out for them to pick up afterwards. It's like that, but with well-known brands. So, so far, there's only a few brands who have teamed up with Loop, okay. like Heinz. I know Hagen has Whoa. also teamed up with them, uh, but the main partner is Loblaws. So you can order this food. It's a little bit extra because you're paying for the deposit price, and oh. then you get the reusable container. You put it out in a tote bag on your doorstep. It gets picked up, and they'll replace it again. Are you serious? Okay, that sounds pretty great, that right? It does, yeah. And I mean, like, you mentioned a couple of um, items you can do that with, but yeah, Heinz ketchup, that's a, that's a big get. Right. To get the haagen ice cream, mm-hmm. right? Um, the Red Hot Frank's Red Hot sauce. <laughs> no, I'm chipets for uh, chocolate chips. A toothpaste. Ocean spray well. cranberries. Oh yeah. Toothpaste. Hang on. Wait a minute. Not like a tube of toothpaste. I'm oh. sure. I'm sure there's like you know those containers that you can get where it's like almost like a powdered sort of uh, paste or like um almost like a little uh, crunchy tablet. No. Oh, well, that's a form of toothpaste as well. Oh. Yeah, and you can get containers for that. Wow, I'm so behind on toothpaste. <laughs> but they're, they're all, it's obviously a big undertaking, right? It's like a million dollars at least for a company to kind of convert into these reusable products. So mm-hmm. it's not something that we're going to be seeing, you know, in the near future, but it's something to keep an eye on and maybe something that we'll have to, you know, change our routine a little bit in order to get on with this reusable container trend. Yeah. Because we're just... Throwing away plastic like it's nothing, and it's just ending up in our landfills. And if we can reuse containers, I think this is great. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Machine Gun Kelly had a real nice Valentine's Day celebration. Really showed his love to Megan Fox by, you know, the usual Valentine's thing that Uh people do is wear your partner's blood around their neck. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right. You got a blood necklace with your loved one. I did. Yeah, yeah. No, wait. Did he put it in a thing or there was just like blood all over him? (laughs) He just did driplets of blood around his neck. Driplets of blood around Ew, his neck. No, no, we put it in like a little. Uh, it's a drop of blood within like a like a pendant. Ew. So, yeah, Megan Fox was like, "Oh, I love you. You are so magical and dark and ethereal and Hang dangerous. On. Don't and you're unusually can you just, handsome. Can you just run that down again? Exactly what she's because I, I found this this Valentine's. I don't know what I, it was. If people were extra lonely or extra mushy, but people were online coming in hot. The <laughs> couples this year. Oftentimes you hear from the singles on Valentine's Day yeah, yeah. online, but the couples were really rubbing our noses in the fact that they were in love this year. <laughs> and okay. I made love. 
have. And I'm yeah, still same. like, hey, shut up over there. <laughs> I know. Just be, be chill. But okay, can you go down the list again of what Megan Fox said? Take it slow. Okay, well, let me just pull it up then. I'll get it proper okay, for you, okay? Is, okay, this <laughs> Megan Fox. Okay. Actually I mean, posted I, about- I'm so intrigued by their love because it is so unusual and I think it's so great and I love, I love hearing about it, okay? Okay. It says, my heart goes out. Um, manifest outside my body draped in the towering silhouette of mostly unusual of a mostly unusual handsome boy okay what 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 magical and haunted kinetic and tortured ethereal and dangerous cosmic lawless eternal creative (laughs) genius magical and haunted and kinetic and tortured (laughs) and ethereal and dangerous and cosmic and lawless and eternal and creative genius i love it is she in love with a musician who says the word head as yed or the silver (laughs) surfer like who is this person that she's in love with you know i will say i do really like seeing people's love posts this time of year because i know it's been a dark winter and there's not a lot of positive things happening but it was nice to see people posting about their loved ones their friends their family this valentine's day and just keep it up it's nice to see some love you know it's so true it's like you know when you walk by people's houses and they still have christmas trees up it's like great if that's the positivity that's getting you through this then do that get extra mushy for valentine's whatever it takes to keep your nice little heart defrosted there yeah absolutely thawed out really looking forward to pisces season coming up starting tomorrow this is a very dreamy empathic and slightly psychic season in the astrology calendar oh slightly psychic eh oh my boyfriend is a pisces oh whoa no way yeah oh and yep just on time he's sending me a psychic message right now wow it says what are we having for dinner tonight oh that's cute what are you gonna say i don't know what do you want okay yeah and then he's gonna say well i asked you first huh well i'm fine with anything i i really am not picky oh here's another one Uh and he says okay well think about it Uh and then i are you okay what's going on you've been even bloody nose man yeah it's a lot of psychic energy going back and forth right now about this oh i just got another one from him and it says it says he wants something with not very many carbs yeah oh no paul oh boy okay we're just gonna get thai food then I got to commend because there's a lot of negativity, a lot of disagreement online. And so someone on the Victoria Reddit posed a really nice question that I hope that we can find some common grounds. What would Victorians universally agree upon? And I'll admit, though, the Reddit thread is not a lot. There's not a lot of stuff on here. And I feel like some of these statements may cause arguments. So (laughs) we'll tread lightly on this one. But this is what we have so far. Yeah, because... I really couldn't think of a lot. On the Reddit thread itself, they were like, brunch. Right. Okay, yes. That's pretty much it. Okay, well, uh, here's some. Dodd, Gordy Uh, Dodd, is the king of furniture and mattress. Wow. Okay, you nailed that one. I think we can all agree upon that one. Yeah. Um, It's a wet cold. Yes. It's different. That's very true. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, snow should be limited to less than a week a year. Any more than a week and we've had it. Very true. The longer the line, the better the brunch. Yeah, good call. Um, okay, well, here's one from the Reddit thread again. This is good. I agree with this. Victoria's pizza game is an embarrassment. Oh, I mean, there is... Oh! 
don't want to oh. agree that there's one pizza that I love so much that I always talk I about. Know. But there's a few good spot pizza places around town. But again, coming from a, a more tr- pizza forward place, there yeah, is, I think you would be embarrassed by it, yes. There's room for improvement yeah. for sure. Wow. Um, truck nuts, they belong in Langford. Have you ever seen truck nuts in the wild? I have, but not in Victoria. Right. They belong in Langford. Yes. Okay, that's good. Uh, the Shaft is our traditional drink in Victoria. We can all get behind that. And uh, one other thing I think we can all agree upon is don't tell too many people about how beautiful Victoria is. We don't want to grow too much, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's already grown pretty fast. <laughs> yeah. Time marches on, and technology just keeps getting better and better. I remember a bunch of years ago I had an iPhone 6. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to take it in the in the water with me. I was on vacation. I was like, I want to take a picture of a coral reef for like a fancy fish. Okay. So I went to the store and I bought like a really heavy duty Ziploc bag. Yeah. And put the phone in there. It worked pretty good. Oh yeah. That's a good little technique. But it was like scary because the uh, phone was pretty new at the time. What if it water got in and it totally fritzed out? Yeah. I've dropped my phone in a, in a uh, toilet one time and uh, cleaned it up and put it in rice and it worked just fine. Clean toilet, just water? No. Oh. But it worked just fine. I cleaned it up and it was fine. That's great. Yep. Remind me never to use your phone again. <laughs> it's not this phone. Even in an emergency. Yeah. I'm good. That's <laughs> nah, all good. Thanks, though. Thank you. Uh, the big story that everyone's talking about right now in Victoria is someone was taking photos of the Empress in the Inner Harbor and they were taking the photo like over the water just oh, yeah. to get that perfect angle, which... I was doing the same thing this weekend. It was so beautiful with the snow. Of course. Anyway, they dropped it into the inner harbor, into the water. This uh, iPhone, what is it, XS? 10S. Yeah, it's pronounced 10S. Sorry. So the guy waited until the next morning Mm -hmm. till the tide was down a little more. Smart, but also not smart. Like, get in there as soon as you can. (laughs) Geared down, jumped in, retrieved his phone, was able to retrieve the phone. Still worked. But you have to remember, it is so cold this weekend, right? There's snow everywhere. There are people in the video of him going to grab his iPhone being like, don't do it. It's not worth it. It's too (laughs) cold. Don't do it. Oh, so Inner Harbor water is not very clean. Like You don't want to be dipping in that. But I guess the person was used to polar bear dips and decided to go for it. Got it in one foul swoop and... And that was it. That was it. So that to me is worth it. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, think about it. A new phone is like $1,000. Good for this guy. And yeah. uh, okay. So if you're not doing the Wim Hof technique already, this is just great. Just in case, just in case you ever drop your phone in the water, just turn your shower to cold before you get out. Just, oh yeah, you never do that? What? It's great for the immune system. Oh, and if you I ever think. need a polar bear dip <laughs> in this situation, you're, you're kind of trained up. <laughs> Right. Boy, am I ever excited. I'm going to wear my NASA sweatshirt tomorrow. Everyone wear your NASA t-shirt if you have one. Mm-hmm. And then when you pass someone on the street, you go, see at the office. Nice one. And you give them a wink and a handgun. Yeah, that's right. Cool. And we all work at NASA. <laughs> NASA will attempt its most difficult landing on Mars tomorrow. This is, I think it's called the Perseverance rover. Mm. $3 billion mission. We got to put another robot up there to roam around. And right. Do whatever and take pictures, I guess. With its, it's got a new iPhone 12 double lens camera. Couldn't spring for the Pro 3 lens camera. That's fine. <laughs> so it's going to land on the bars tomorrow. I'm so excited. 
Okay, you're so excited. You're choking. Okay, he's really excited. Don't drink more water. You're choking on the water. This isn't going to help you at all. So there's ways you can watch the rover land on the internet tomorrow, yeah. but the craziest part of it? Yeah. Seven minutes of terror. So this is like the final leg of the journey. I guess it's the most challenging, the most scary sequence of the journey where it's going, what, a thousand miles per hour? Yeah. It, the temperatures reach 2300 degrees Fahrenheit and then there's like a parachute situation that happens the terrain is wild crazy Ah. cliffs and pits and sand dunes and fields of rocks can't you put it down at like some like on a beach somewhere like a nice sandy beach and then it could it could rove over you know like the marshmallow part of Mars that we've been dreaming about that spot why didn't they land there I don't understand anyways I'm freaking pumped for perseverance (laughs) okay okay and then and um, I'd also just love seven minutes of terror. Yeah, it think, just opens what's up. What's your seven minutes of terror? It opens up so many uh, thoughts. Yeah. Seven minutes of terror. What would be yours? Um, I mean, I think about like seven minutes in, in heaven back when I was 13 and how terrifying the thought of that was. Right. That's where my mind goes. You actually did that, right? And you just I We just stood there, palms sweating, just deciding to talk instead. And oh, man. Yeah, terror. That's yeah. what I call terror. I, I'm really glad none of my friends' parents had closets big enough to accommodate such a horrible <laughs> thing. But uh, my, I got two, okay? Okay. Number one, can you imagine being on, like, if a, if a, if you could roll down the window on an airplane and then stick your head up out of it? Oh, no. That would freak me out. If oh. I had to do that for seven minutes, that would I would be freaked Have out. Have you ever been in really bad turbulence? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's seven minutes of terror for me. And then number two... Do you remember in the movie Hook and the Boo Box and the scorpions were biting the guys? Oh, yeah. I'm not into That would be scary. I wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's any scorpions on Mars, at least, <laughs> that we've found yet, so. Uh, okay. <laughs> Paul, you're late for the show. What's going on? Oh, hi. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm just watching the uh, footage from the Mars Perseverance rover. It is incredible. Yeah, isn't it? So wild. Yeah. Like, I was expecting them to mostly have Mountain Dew code red. I mean, duh, it's the red planet, but it seems like all they have is original Mountain Dew. And a lot of it. It's so weird. Dude, do you think you're watching the security footage to 7-Eleven? Oh. Yeah. Well, that explains the meat terrarium. an exciting morning watching uh, the Mars rover land on Mars. Perseverance has done it. Uh, were you watching some of the live stream? Yeah, and then I had to go to the bathroom and I didn't take my iPad with me, so I missed the missed actual the landing. I was, I was <laughs> rocking one while it was touching oh, down. Oh, that's really special. Yeah. What a special time for yeah. you. <laughs> you will remember that forever. <laughs> um, I was watching the like mission control, like the actual control center mm-hmm. uh, live stream. I'm assuming there were other streams as well of like the actual footage of it making landing and everything uh, but I just loved watching the reaction of the people who've been working so hard on this project right yeah, yeah. The, the silence right before it actually makes a touchdown and then everyone just jumps up and like screams of course all wearing masks yeah and then does a double fist pump like that seems to be the the go-to NASA <laughs> celebration is the double fist pump right yeah it was really exciting that's really nice it's I, you know what I love doing as well mm-hmm. is because uh, I'm sure this will be in the news for a while as it starts 
starts to send back hopefully better pictures. I mean, the the engineering camera that it's been sending back pictures with so far is mm. like black and white and pretty crummy. So I think I hope pretty amazing though. I mean, yes, of course it is, but. Come on, I got their camera on my phone over here. So hopefully we get like better photos. Color photos would be so sweet. I'm sure cool. we will. And then once that little helicopter starts flying around, that's going to be so yeah. cool. Apparently only 50% of all previous Mars landing attempts have actually succeeded, according wow. to NASA. So this is a huge moment. It is massive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not minimizing because it's cameras. <laughs> like, yeah, junk. but it could be better. Okay, I'd do a better job. And it's also fun to infantilize the little robot. Oh yeah, it's a cute little robot. Oh. It's so cute. It's little best friend, the helicopter drone. Oh, there's gonna be Pixar movies about it. You know it. Bless the sweeties. All right, I'm glad you stuck around because I want to chime in uh, really quick here on, uh, I guess Kirsten was talking about this earlier today. Oh, yeah. Uh, the generational divide, which I always find is not real. It's manufactured in some areas mm. anyways. You know, the d- divides are, are artificially deepened and they don't have to be. But now we're talking about pitting us millennials against Gen Z. Said. Mm-hmm. And you're a good example because one of the ones where we have difference is that us millennials are supposed to part our hair sideways, okay. but you have it parted down the middle, which is the correct Gen Z way to do it, evidently. But I'm a, I'm a millennial. I know, but you're betraying. Oh. No, he's just trendy. Oh. He's just, you know, as trendy as the Gen Zs. Oh. So you um, don't feel bad because I also betray my millennial brethren because uh, another thing is the crying laughing emoji. That's apparently not cool. Yeah. And I agree with that. I think that's over the top. It's like, are you really, are there tears coming out of your eyes? There is a, an emoji that's laughing that's not weeping with mirth. Mm. Use that one to say you're laughing. They use the skull emoji to show that they're laughing because it's like, I'm dead. I'm laughing so hard I'm dead. Oh, really? That's, yeah, that's what they do. I spend a lot of time on TikTok feeling old. Uh, um, so, yeah, I've, I've really studied the Gen Z or the Gen Z. And uh, they also are wearing, like, lower-waisted pants now, which I'm very worried about. And what? I'm kind of sad about because we spent, in my, like, you know, the years I was going through puberty and very self-conscious, mm-hmm. I was told that I have to, well, you know, society was like, wear low-rise jeans. That's what you got to do. Mm. And imagine that, you know, wearing low-rise jeans when mm-hmm. you're like just trying to figure out your body, what you like, your self-esteem. Mm-hmm. And finally, oh, sweet gosh, I'm so happy that high-waisted jeans came back into fashion. And now they're trying to take that away from us. Oh, I'm sorry. So, yeah, thank you so much. I am very sad about it, but, you know, it's the way it is. <sighs> I don't know where we're going with this, though. Well, I think it's up to Gen Alpha because that's the generation after Gen oh, Z. Did you know it? that? I didn't yeah, know we that. We just go right back around to the top of the alphabet. <laughs> okay. And uh, so really, I hope that in the future, you're right, Jen, that's mm. awful about the genes, yeah. awful about Art's hair, awful about my emojis. <laughs> good. Uh, it's up to Gen Z to just like embrace the futuristic look, which mm. is we all, everybody, everyone has got shaved heads and matching silver jumpsuits. That's the look in the future. Watch any sci-fi movie. That's sure. what they're wearing. That's what we got to do. Shave head jumpsuit. Honestly, I can't wait. <laughs> These politicians and their scandals, I'll tell you, right? It never ends. It's just as wackadoo. I mean, you've seen down in the States, (laughs) um, uh, Ted Cruz, the senator from Texas, his whole entire state got hit by a crazy winter storm. Wild. And he skipped down to Cancun. Yeah, people are without water. They're without heat. He's just like, I have to go to Cancun to drop off my kids. Yeah, that was the, that's what he said. Oh, I was just dropping my my kids off. In Cancun? 
I'm coming home. How about to daycare? They're like 10, How about that? 10, 10 anyway. and 12 years old. But anyways, bye. I'm going right back. Oh, you caught me? I'm going right back to home. Here in Canada. Yes. The number one trending thing right now is the popcorn gate. I, I don't look into this. Okay. Yeah. What is it? So over in Quebec, Premier Francois Legault, his government is saying, okay, Cinemas and movie theaters, they're allowed to reopen February 26th because oh. kids who are, you know, going on March break, they need some sort of activity to do, which you're like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, you mask okay. up, you go to the movie theater. Okay. Here's where the problem runs is that when you eat popcorn, mm. you have to take off your mask. So th- these theaters are allowed to reopen if they don't sell treats and popcorn. Well, now this becomes a problem for the theater, I imagine, because that's the sweetest plum. That's right? where they make all their money. They don't make any money off of ticket sales. That money all goes to Hollywood, baby. That's exactly it. So now Francois Legault is saying, okay, well, we have to give them compensation in order to reopen <laughs> because they're not getting the same profits and uh, as if they were to open, you know, in any regular time where we don't have to wear masks. So that's the big that's the big drama that's happening over in Quebec. Wow. Well, this affects me. This, this, I, like, I wish we could do that here in British Columbia is go watch a movie mm-hmm. so desperately. I've seen one movie in the last year. That is wild mm-hmm. in a theater, right? But when I went, as you know, popcorn is part of the experience for me. You don't go to a movie unless there's popcorn. Yeah. That's all you go for. That's the actual real reason I go. Other, I, I go there for popcorn and then I have a nice nap because it's a nice dark room. Comfy chairs. It's yeah. a great place to have a nap. I just love the snack. I have just crush a sack of popcorn. It's the best. But I, when I went, I didn't eat popcorn. Obviously, oh, okay. I masked up. It did feel kind of safe because you're really far from other people when they're doing really limited capacity. And then I got the popcorn on the way out. Oh, it's a special treat. So thank you so much, Cineplex. What's up? Here's your money for popcorn. I eat mm-hmm. it at home. Or do you know what you could do? What can you do? Order the popcorn online and they deliver it. Oh, beauty. Okay, that's your next movie night at home. I know everyone's watching the uh, Britney Spears documentary. I can't wait to watch that. Was mm-hmm. that on Hulu? Uh, it's on Hulu, yeah, so it's called Framing Britney. Okay. Uh, once you're finished that, Billie Eilish is uh, releasing a little documentary or film, um, and that's out on February 26th on Apple TV. Do you think that we as a culture have treated Billie Eilish Slightly better than Britney. Like, I know we, like, everyone was just so brutal with Britney Spears when, yeah. back in the 90s. And uh, I think we're not that much better with Billie Eilish. I think we just treat people in the spotlight pretty terribly. Yeah, I would say so. Well, speaking of that, today Dolly Parton came out and released a statement because, and I think we've talked about this before too, mm-hmm. but with all the statues coming down everywhere, you know, like who's bad, who's good, who deserves a statue, there's been a really serious groundswell and a push to have a statue put up in Tennessee mm-hmm. of Dolly Parton. Yeah, she does incredible work and she recently just donated $1 million to get vaccines up and running for all the research and science behind vaccines. Listen, for Jolene alone... Put up a statue. <laughs> yeah. Okay? But, yeah, after she helps cure the worst disease of our lifetime in 100 years? Yeah. Absolutely. And now she's come forward and said, I want to thank the Tennessee legislature for their consideration to erect a statue on the Capitol grounds of me. I'm very humbled and thank you so much and everything. But she said, given all that is going on in the world right now, I don't think putting me on a pedestal is appropriate at this time. Um, and she's asked for it to not go forward. Wow. I love her so much. She kind of says without saying it, 
please wait till I'm dead. Yeah. Like, that's kind of the point of what she's saying, if you're going to put anything up of me. that's Yeah, that is part of the, the point that she does make in that statement, too. <laughs> and I just think it's really wonderful. It's like, you know, in a world where, like, people are so obsessed with themselves, mm-hmm. and there would be people who would want to put a statue up of themselves. Like, that's a big red flag. If someone is uh, out there saying, put a statue up of me, campaigning for that, bad. The people who don't want the statue, good. Dolly, you're a treasure. And here's the other thing. You do not want to see what a statue that's going to stand forever of yourself looks like. Oh, no. Can you imagine? imagine? Like, remember when someone, like, tags you on Facebook and it's a bad picture and you look like Jimmy Carter? Yeah. Imagine that for a statue for all time. No, thanks. And it's not, a, it's not a challenge. I wouldn't say it's a challenge, but I do try and sneak in Simpsons jokes and then see if you ever catch them, but you've never even seen the show, so you don't get... No I mean, I've seen the show. I just don't have a catalog of Simpsons <laughs> references like you do. It's really incredible how I just think that you make up these things, and I'm like, wow, he's really creative, and then I find <laughs> out that it's actually just the show. All right, this is Heyman Palo with Elephant in the Zone. <laughs> thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 91.3 or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast and tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party.